0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 141 of For the Love of Guns. It is Valentine's Day 2024, and uh, we just cannot, you know, not do a Valentine's Day show on something called For the Love of Guns. Um, This is really a special episode for me, and um, what's so funny is that just about 15 minutes ago I realized that I'm going to re-record the intro for Sunday's podcast, because that was actually that episode was actually recorded on Monday where I said it was at 141 and I forgot about the live show. So um, well, it's what happens when you start getting older, you start forgetting stuff. So thanks for joining me on for the love of guns on this. And uh looks like Rumble is really, I just cannot get the Rumble stream running for some reason, but that's okay, we'll get it out there. But um, but thanks for joining me on this. This is kind of a special thing. Because, you know, I I was thinking about Valentine's Day and I was thinking about, you know, I I like to shoot. And it was reminding me of back when I was dating my wife. Um, You know, firearms is such an important thing in my life. And fortunately for my wife, um, she wasn't opposed to shooting. She had been shooting once before. Nothing big deal. Um, So we went we started shooting and um it, it's kind of great when you have a, a spouse or a significant other that gets into the sport with you so i want to talk a little bit about this we might run a little shorter this episode because it is valentine's day and last night was such a crappy night for us personally um want to get back to uh back to my family here so let's get rolling here about this because it's kind of important to get our partners to the range you know if if firearms is this is important to us it's really it's it's nice to have them go to the range with us it's nice to to go shooting with them there's um you know things that you can do i mean back when my wife and i were shooting we had very limited opportunities for shooting I mean, we had indoor ranges but it's like sharing a booth and it's not really the same thing as much as um, like out here we shoot at an outdoor range where you get a bay and you know, one person can, can work the plates for the other. And um, it's just really nice to have a partner when you're out shooting. Uh, one of the greatest things about this is learning a new skill together. Now, when, when my wife started shooting with me, I had already been in competition for a little while. Um, I was doing competition with my father and unfortunately he passed away and I lost, I lost my, my competition partner. Right. So it was nice that my, my, well then girlfriend, my now wife um, started kind of going shooting me and she was never going to fill that spot, but it was nice to go, shoot with someone. It's, it's nice to have that camaraderie. And, um, I got her to shoot her first competition. Um, it was really kind of cool watching her progress to the point where she's shooting and she doesn't like being in front of people. And it was kind of, um, it was kind of cool getting her to her first competition and, uh, in learning skills together, um, you know, she had a completely different point of view when I was shooting, and to give you an idea of this, when when I first when I first got my P320, I was a very early adopter of the P320. I was a Glock shooter. I went to the Sig 229 because uh, carpal tunnel is kind of a thing. Uh, my hands are not as strong as they used to be, so I was looking for something a little more ergonomic. And um, you know, she pointed something out because she you know after I shot the P320 for the first time. And what she said was, it it was so clear, but I didn't, didn't hit me until she said it. She, she goes, what do you think? I go, I don't know if I'm going to keep this gun. And she's like, well, why not? I go, "I, I don't know if I like it. And she's like, you know what your problem is, is that your P3, you're expecting your P320 to be your Glock 17. It's not. And it, it, she, she, she knew me that much, right? Because that Glock 17 was my competition gun for so long, ran so many. I don't even want to think of how many thousands of rounds I ran through that. I knew that gun inside out, backwards, forwards, and I was totally expecting it to be my Glock 17 uh, going forward to the next, um, you know, the, the next time we were out at the range. Um, I just left all of my expectations aside. And I and I go, okay, this is a new gun. I mean, and it's so obvious, but it just it just didn't hit me at the time. So I was going through and saying, you know, okay, this is a new gun. I'm gonna run this. She goes, at the end of that, she goes, Well, what do you think? I go, you know, it's it's not bad. Um, because I put that put everything aside. And and that's I probably would have gotten rid of that gun if it wasn't for her. Um, I still have it today. Um Unfortunately, all my P320s are kind of grounded right now until I figure out what the hell's going on with those guns. But it's, um, it, it was nice having that, that connection. You know, my wife was, just knew how I shot because we had been shooting for so much. And um, she knew what the problem was before even I understood what the problem was. So it's really kind of nice to have someone shooting with you. Um, you know, my wife, I I absolutely love her. I love going to the range with her. Um, we have a lot of fun when we go to the range. We really do. There's a, there's a picture that is, um, that was taken at the range when I was playing with the Mantis X5, um, and, um, X5 or X10, I forget the 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 big Mantis and, um, I, I screwed up, right. I screwed up and she laughed. Cause she knew I screwed up and, and the screw up was, as I dropped the Mac. Um, and so I didn't seat the mag in all the way and um, I dropped it and she laughed and I laughed. And there's a picture that she took of me just kind of laughing. Uh, it, it's just those moments. It's really nice to share with someone at the range. I mean, I can picture that actual picture in my head. Um, and it's great to go to the range because we, then we, we start working with things because even, um, you know, I like, okay, I've got to work on this drill. And I explain the drill to her, and she will really bring the best out of me in that. Bill will go, okay, what about this? What about that? She has no idea where I'm going to use this in competition. Um, she doesn't shoot competition anymore, but she has, and she has no idea the type of competition. I mean, she's seen it on YouTube and stuff like that, but she has no idea the stages and things like that. And, um, you know, I explain things to her and she just can picture things. And it's great to share that range time with someone, um, you know, someone that you absolutely trust. You know, it was it was really cool. We we take classes together. You know, we'll, we'll go and take a shooting class together. And it's really nice because when we go to a class, we know each other. Right. I mean, I, she's usually to the left of me. She's actually usually to the left of the firing line. She's a cross draw, right? So she doesn't want to sweep everybody in the class, so she's all the way there. And I'm usually the second position, and it's kind of nice because you know we know how each other shoots. You know, I'm shooting double stack, she's shooting single stack. I know she's going to run out of ammo f- before I do in class. We make sure we load up mags together. Um, it's just great to have that camaraderie of someone to share that range time with. And what's great about it is, you know, we're, we're sharing that range time, but we're also learning something new. Right. I mean, even though we've taken these classes before and uh, hey, we got a bunch of people here. Sorry, guys, I was uh, not paying attention. We've got Ricardo out there. Hey, Ricardo, thanks for joining, man. Good seeing you. Uh, Warsaw Patriot. Um, man, it's great having you stop by. Um and he's like, uh, not not trying to look depressed, just tired of people focusing on the politics and policy rather than the root issue. Kansas uh, had another mass killing. I did see that. Um, that is really sad. Um, that that did happen, um, and with, that's why we need to be prepared. Be prepared for everything. I know. Uh, I put a comment out um, a couple of days ago where we we're uh, it was um, you know talking about you being your, um, your first responder. And I go, no, you, you're not your first responder. You're your only responder. Um, so definitely be prepared. And yes, Patriot, we are living in crazy times. Um, but anyways, uh, back to what I was talking about is we were learning a new skill together and it it's really cool to learn new skills. I mean, we already know how to shoot and we've been to multiple classes. But learning, you know, we take different classes because we get a different instructor and you get different points of view. And then, you know, the ride home is always interesting because we we both of us can get different points of view out of the same class and we share that. So it's really kind of cool to learn something together. And, um, you know, we have a lot of trust for each other. I mean, coming up in April, we've been married 25 years. So... Um, We've known each other a long time. We've been together a long time. And, um, you know, we have a lot of trust and communications and it's really cool to learn new type of, you know, by learning together, we know how to communicate together about things because, you know, we have we share those different points of views. Sorry, I'm still got this nasty cold here and I'm muting everything to keep from coughing into the mic. Um, hopefully you guys are staying six feet away from your monitor, or if you have earphones on, you want to have them six feet away because you never know, you might catch COVID through the mic. Uh, that's probably going to totally demonetize the show, but it was a funny comment anyway. Um, so it's great learning together. I really do love learning things with my wife. Um, we have a lot and what's great is, you know, the encouragement that we have Um, kind of like when I was talking about that sick, um, she knew that I wanted this gun to be like the end all be all of my guns. And, um, like I said, I probably would have gotten rid of that gun. And, um, she, uh, she, she kind of talked me out of it. It became my favorite gun. It really did. And and if it was not for her, probably wouldn't have that gun. Well, I I know, actually, I know I wouldn't have that gun today pop. <clears throat> wow. Um, hopefully you guys are not catching the crud that is going around right now. Um now what's kind of cool now if you saw the thumbnail, it's got the tart heart shaped targets and stuff like that. Um totally AI generated image. Um uh, kind of like playing around with the AI for that stuff. So, but there's things you can do, right? Like you can you can have you, heart-shaped targets and you can do certain things where like you can do shoot, no shoots and things like that. Um, make it fun, right? Because not every, you know, not every significant, significant other is really in the shooting. So make it fun for them and think about what they like. And then we can do, um, you know, you having that good positive experience is a, uh, is great to get someone into the sport. Excuse me, gosh. Um, so let's see here. we got uh, worse stuff. sometimes you can also learn by being your own teacher and learning through your own failure. Absolutely, um, you totally can learn. I, I I like to say everything is a learning experience. Um, you know, uh, w- we don't try to make uh, mistakes, but learning from them is kind of important, right? Um, so as long as you can learn something from it and then, uh, see here, Quentin, no, uh, sorry, I got glare there. I think it's Quentin Nova. Hey, Quentin, man, hey, I, that is the first time I've seen you in a chat, man. So, uh, welcome to the channel. Uh, thanks for joining us here. And, uh, Warsaw is talking about AI is dangerous now. I'm worried AI is going to become a mind of its own and could leave, uh, g- Become loose off of its own. Yeah. Uh totally. Um first time I started playing with AI, and trust me, I'm in cyber. So I do cybersecurity for a day job. AI is really freaky. Um, and trust me, it freaks my wife out when I show her um some of the stuff that I can run through in AI. Um, it really is. I mean, we used to call it machine learning. That's just it's face it. We were just trying to we were just joking around. It was AI back then. Um, Ricardo, that's how I pretty much. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing, Ricardo, you're talking about learning through uh, mistakes. <coughs> Excuse me. Gosh. Um, I lost my voice over the weekend, so I'm surprised. Uh, Mon- Monday, I recorded this weekend's podcast. Yesterday, I recorded. Um, I was on um, CloverTax podcast Um First time I've been on with him in gosh, almost two years. Um, so, uh, and then now I'm doing this. So There's three podcasts in a row with, um, I'm going to lose my voice. So, anyways, make it fun for the other person, right? I mean, if you got a girly girl, man, man suck it up and do some heart shaped targets. It's not that big of a deal, man. Um, have fun with it, make games about it, you know, where you shoot the target, the target, you know the heart shaped target is the no shoot target things like that just have fun with it but it's also you know man really just check your ego at the door right if you're just a a, a real you know manly man um there's nothing wrong with that man just just show your softer side and make sure she is uh is going to get into this cuz we really want to make sure we're welcoming people in and um we're still talking about AI's out there. Um, before AI, I watched the movie *Eagle Eye* in 2008 with Shea Whigham and uh, Will Smith, and I Robot. Yeah, um, yeah. There's th- those are some pretty interesting movies talking about that. Sorry, I'm still coughing up a lung here. Um, and uh, what's funny is, is if. You read the the book, I, Robot, and then you watch the movie, you realize that those are two completely different things. The only thing I really share is a couple of core things. Um, trust me, the book, I, Robot, is boring as hell. Um, you will be pounding your head against the wall. Uh, totally respect Iza, uh, Isaac, I, I, Isaac, I'm going to screw up his name, but Isaac for writing the books, but his books are just so damn tough to read. Um, and we haven't even learned from a decade ago. I would even argue we wouldn't, we haven't even learned from yesterday. I wouldn't even go back a decade. Um, we seem to just completely fall over ourselves. And let's see here. Um, so make everything, you know, make everything enjoyable. Um, and s- setting some realistic goals, Right. I mean, everybody is going to have a tough time. It, it, it's tough to learn a new skill. I mean, some people pick up on it naturally and um, just realize that when you're taking your partner there, it's all about them. It's their first trip. It's their, you know, learning process. It's just keep, it keep on moving. And uh, Ricardo, man, Ricardo, thank you so much, brother, with the $5 super chat, man. I really appreciate the support. Uh, I know you've been around for a while, man, and you have no idea what that means to me. Thank you so much. Um, We want people. I mean, that's the whole thing with me is I'm all about getting new people in. I'm all about getting new people into shooting. I'm all about getting new people into working on their guns because that's what I like to do. Um, We want people in. And just get them in, make it fun for them. But make sure you have realistic goals. You're not going to be a sniper day one. It's just not going to happen. Um, And then celebrate progress, right? Um, I'll I'll go back to the first time my wife shot competition. Yes, I am still hacking up that long. Um, You know, she had a hard time with that competition. What's so funny about that competition was there was one pepper popper that none of us could get down. This thing was the toughest pepper popper. It was taking hits after hits and no one could get this thing down. Um, so with a pepper popper, you know, it's all about leverage. You got, you hit top. It's got the most amount of swing to it. What's funny is my wife ended up shooting. And she was my girlfriend then um, ended up shooting the thing in like the ankles and it went down. Like I shot before her and she shot after me. And, um, the guy behind me goes where did she hit it and i go shot it in the ankle and there's no real ankles on a pepper popper but you get the idea and um he's like no way that that shouldn't have gone down I'm like man nobody's hit, nobody's gotten this pepper popper down all day like the 45 guys were they 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 were getting it but um, yeah, the, those of us in nine we, millimeter, we were just having a hard time. She got it down with a Glock 17, hit it in the ankle, and the damn thing went down. Um, she's like, you know, she finished up her string, and then we 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 went to go leave. I go, hold on a second. And she goes, what? And we we're watching. I want I want to see this guy. He shot that damn thing in the ankle, went down. I'm like, damn it, she figured the target out, right? She totally figured it out. Totally a celebration right there. Um, God, I I mean, we've been married 25 years. That was 27 years ago that she did that. I'm still talking about it. It's great when they figure that stuff out. Uh, Let's see here and catch up on some, uh, some comments here. (coughs) Excuse me. Besides shooting guns and cleaning guns at the range, my biggest skill is woodworking. Uh, I've learned welding for over three years, learning experience but never wanted to do it as a job. I even learned through years I've passed down my grandfather's woodworking skills. I've even learned for myself doing woodworking. Uh, kind of like your, your sign and boxes. Uh, okay. So what Warsaw is talking about here um, for everybody that is going to listen to this on the thing, he's talking about the uh, wall back here. Um, so I built, when I built the studio out, um, I didn't want pegboard. Pegboard's over there. And if you watch my older videos, pegboard, it, that's the pegboard that has been up forever. Um, I wanted something different. And I went with French cleat. So the way these things work. So this is, this really is. Um, you know, everybody's probably like, well, what's this gotta do with uh Valentine's Day? I love my French cleat. So you can see right there, there's the cleat that goes up against the wall. This is on a 45. The other side has the opposite 45. And it just sits right there. Um, so yeah, this is all like not the 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 the, the, the cleat system, but all the stuff is uh reclaimed pallet wood. Uh, my wife was getting stuff in on pallets, and I reclaimed the pallet wood. All right, Worst up. Thank you so much for telling me that. I've been sitting here talking for what, probably five minutes with the mic off since I've been, uh, I've been uh, hacking up along. Um, but anyways, so everything in here is movable. Uh, I really love the way this cleat wall came out. Um, skills are definitely important to learn. Uh, I learned welding eighteen years ago. Um, love it uh it, it's fun to weld so yeah definitely uh definitely learn some new skills so um let's talk about gift ideas so we can get creative i mean honestly the first the first gun uh, you know the first gift idea that i had for my wife was um well it was a bretta 92 um i bought her a bretta 92 we were, we weren't even married and uh yeah she um she absolutely loved that um so since it was going to be a straw purchase um i had to buy the gun and then take her to the gun dealer to pick it up um it's back when delaware was was a gun friendly state um so yeah it was uh think about this stuff because you know we have like when we got maglula loaders i got her a pink one um, there, there's lots of stuff here. Let's see what, uh, Quinton has here. Um, hate to stray from the subject, but I'm currently having failure to feed in my 13.7 and AR, I'm assuming it's under gassing issue, but I'd like to get your opinion on the matter. Um, failure to feed could be a lot of stuff. Um, but if you have an adjustable gas block, uh, try opening that thing way up. Uh, like Warsaw said, there could be a chamber issue. Um, if you have an adjustable gas block, open the thing way up. Um, other than that, it, you could have something wrong with your barrel. Um, but that's uh, that, that's kind of a different, a wow, that was good. That was great English there, wasn't it? Um, that could be, that, that's a difficult thing to also do over, you know, without actually having the gun. So, um, you know, try, try, you know, try opening that thing up when you open that gas port up, when it does run, your shells should actually be ejecting to like the one o'clock position if that thing is overgassed, Um, so check that. Uh, I love what Warsaw was talking about. there, steel case. Um, yeah, I, there, there's a lot, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of things a little hard to deal with. Uh check your ammo. Check your, you know, the easiest thing is check your ammo and then check your um if, if you have an adjustable gas block, open the thing all the way the hell up and see if that solves it. If not, you probably got a barrel problem. Um, or or your gas block may not be on the gas port. It might be cocked and you're not getting enough gas through the gas port. There's there's a lot of things that thing could be, but the easiest things to check is number one ammo. Number two, check your, you know, your gas block to see what's going on. So anyways, going back to gifts, it's, you know, it's, it's great to think about what they need. Um, we were running earmuffs for so long. My wife hit, she absolutely hates earmuffs. Because, you know, they clamp to your head. Uh, eventually with, with the electronic earplugs, got her electronic earplugs. Um Actually, I got me electronic earplugs, plugs and then she stole them and then I had to replace those. But, um, but yeah, think about things like that, things that are, that are help them out, be more comfortable, things that are really functional. Um, you know, e- even if, you know, e- even like thinking back when I bought, bought her a gun, I bought her a safe. Um, so that way she could store the gun and, you know, be, in It be locked away and safe. So think about some things that are, um, you know, you you can do that are functional, and um, it also you know you're talking about safety at that point too, right? Because um, you know obviously you love the person, so you want them to be safe. We trained her on how to shoot her gun. Um, she loved the bread. I, Mel, she's a Mel Gibson fan and goes all the way back to the Lethal Weapon days that's what she wanted was a Beretta because that's what he carried. And it was a cool gun. Plus she's got an Italian side. So, um, it just all kind of worked out. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, now if you're into reloading, you know, my wife could care less about reloading, right? Totally could care less about reloading. She wants the gun to go bang. Um, Maybe she wants to do do reloading and you do reloading, show it to her. You never know. How did you pick up the, um, you know, what components? Why did you pick that? I'm looking at my reloading bench over there. Like uh, I have HP 38 that I run. Um, She now shoots uh, a Beretta Cheetah, which is a 380. Um, I was running um, uh, Winchester 230, was it 231? Um and, and everything, but Winchester 231 got hard to get, so I went to HP 38, which is very similar to it. Um, Warsaw Patriot is out there talking about the PT-82 from Taurus. Um, yeah, they, they've come a long way with that. <coughs> What's so funny is that when Beretta came out with a 92F and, you know, this is where we started changing the gun from european to um to north american or really us let's just face it um going into the m9 where we wanted that that safety decocker um we moved you know we started moving uh the magazine release because in europe they have the heel release you know we started moving that up to the frame um what's funny is the you know the the pt92 kind of went to that pre-f where it still has the mag release on the frame, I'm holding my hand up on off screen there because I screwed everything up over there um, but then they put the safety like the nineteen eleven safety was and it was so funny is thinking about how Beretta came full circle with the x series. they have that safety back, so he took it off the frame for the uh, m nine or off the slide on the m nine put it back on the frame for the x series so it, kind of funny how we're, we're kind of looping back around with that um but yeah I mean think about things um you know y- you know we were talking about woodworking um maybe create like a gun rack like um i gave my wife my uh my dad's uh Winchester 90, uh, 92 um 94 sorry uh Winchester 94. Because she bought, um, she bought a revolver, um, and it was. Uh, she bought it totally for looks. It was made by. Uh, it was really made by Uberti, but it was. It's a Beretta. <coughs> Excuse me. She's a really big Beretta fan, um, and um, well, it, it kind of looks. You know, it's like the old single actions, and uh, so she found this thing. This is back when I was an FFL, and. You, god she like abused the hell out of my gun broker account um but anyways um i gave her my 92 my dad's 92 or 90 i keep saying 92 94 and um well we we got a case a display case that both guns are in and uh i didn't make it uh we had we had a professional woodworker make it and uh you know that's what was really cool was when we went to go you know make you know or design i guess you'd really say um she's like i like hickory cool you know um cool i i think that would look good in hickory i don't want felt and we are you know we're going back and forth the pros and cons and then when she's talking to the woodworker she's like this is what i want and then she's like i like hickory to be hickory you know hickory has knots and and you know like it's not the grain's not perfect and you're going to be missing stuff and um, she goes, I want that. I don't want it to be perfect. I want it to be hickory. And uh, man, that woodworker, he, he was in absolute love with that project because he's like, this is going to be cool. He made something kind of rustic. So it was kind of cool. We got to do a whole gift to, do, to deal with this. And it looks amazing. So think about that stuff, too. Um, yeah, I... Worst I was talking about uh his favorite to work with is uh pine and oak um, uh, most of this is pine um, but actually a lot of that is oak on this thing. Um, this is a, a mixture of white oak and red oak from the pallets Um the butcher block of the of the top here um, is also I made that of pallet wood. It's a mixture of pine, poplar, oak. Um, I really like working with poplar. Um, I used to love working with oak, but I actually I think poplar is my favorite to work with right now. Um, poplar's a lot of a lot of fun. It's still hardwood, but it doesn't like splinter like oak does. Um so yeah, no, I, I, I totally get you with that. Um, but anyway, so you know, we we're talking about gifts and you know, and and, and crafting together like that cabinet every time i walk into her office upstairs i just i i can't help but to look at that cabinet because it looks so great and it was something that she designed i gave her some things because when it came in i had to put the hooks in it but um it was really it was really kind of fun to watch her design this thing and come together and and the whole project come together um and then like I was talking about earlier about shooting, um, you know, do a, do a class, give, the, give them a class that is uh that you can do together. It's, it's kind of fun doing this stuff together. I mean, we have so many, you know, shooting places out there. I mean, I think about now we have, um, you know, we have uh, couples in shooting now. I mean, uh, well, I'm saying now they've been there, but uh, like Diana Muller and her husband, they uh, they shoot together, uh, and then you have um, um, uh, was it Jesse Harrelson from Taurus? We were talking about Taurus here. Or, uh, she just married Casey uh, Casey Escobo um, about a couple of years ago, and they shoot together. So it, it it this can be a thing that we can do. Uh, let's see here, Warsaw talking about. Uh, the hardest wood I've come across is white Elm. Uh, you gotta have a, you gotta have a chainsaw to cut that. Uh, good luck cutting that stuff with a handsaw or a Sawzall. Yeah. I I have not worked with Elm. Um, but I heard it's a real, it it can be a real MF -er to, to work with. Um, even a bandsaw might work if you're careful. Yeah. Bandsaw scared the hell out of me. Um, just something I just don't like. I don't like messing with I would much rather work with a table saw than a bandsaw any day of the work. And um even with the kickback coming off of a table saw, um, still would rather work with a table saw than a bandsaw. I just I don't know what it is, man. I just I just can't get into the bandsaw. Um now the other thing you can do is um you can do a surprise visit, right? I mean, you can almost like make this like a date night at the gun range. I mean we what's really cool is that we, we now have an indoor um range here in Helena. Um it's been there for a couple of years now. Um it's uh it, you know they have different things. You can you can just create a date night out of it, man. Um you know for some people they can't do that in their state because their laws are a little weird about transporting firearms where you gotta, you know, trans, you got to go to the range and back. But those of us that are not in states that are archaic like that, um, you can make a date night out of it. I mean, honestly, here in Montana, <laughs> you can go into a parking lot. I guarantee you probably at least 40% of the cars in the parking lot have a gun in it. Um, the other thing is is that we have permitless carry now. So really, we don't even need permits to carry into, into places. Um, we, there are some things that if you have a permit here in Montana, Um, we can carry in places where you can't carry without a permit. Um, Good. Also a good thing is, you know, why not teach them self-defense? It'll worse. I was talking about the, yeah, the laws, a lot of those laws will be removed off the books. Bruin baby. Uh, They got, the problem is they got to bubble up, right? I mean, we're Bruin came out was kind of a gift, but, now all the lawsuits have got to go through and get Bruin attached to them. I'm um, looking for things, how to turn. I, I am too. There's a lot of things I'm looking at um how things are going to turn out. Um Historical analog is just going to undo the States. Yeah. And that's something, you know, it's funny. We're talking about um doing things together, man. Why not build a gun together? Right. Wouldn't that be like a cool, like thing to do together. I mean, when that whole frame and receiver rule came out uh when I wrote my comments out to the ATF on that during the comment period, I, you know, I ended it with don't kill an American tradition that predates America. Um, You know, today, you know, today's home gun builder just might be tomorrow's John Browning. And um man, wouldn't that be cool to, I, I actually think that would be kind of cool to build a gun with my wife. I don't, think she would actually enjoy it (laughs) um but uh you know i i build a lot of guns here and i think that would be kind of cool i mean now let me take that back i did build a 1911 that's in her office um that was actually an anniversary present from oh gosh what was that five years ago so i think that yeah i think that was our 20th anniversary um and uh, I was going to surcoat that thing, and she's like, No, that's not what I want. I'm like, What do you mean it's not what you want? And um, she goes, Yeah, I, I want this, and she's explaining what she wants on, on the finish. And I, I'm like, All right, well, if that's what you want, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, really pushed the limits of my uh, my surcoat abilities, but it, it even that was fun for me, um, because I actually gave it to her. Uh, I think it gave it to our uh, part of it on our 19th anniversary and part of it on our 20th because, uh, we only spent so much money and even that was way over the limit, but it was definitely something worthwhile. Um, that gun, because I had to buy all the tools and stuff like that, that 1911 probably cost, uh, actually, I know it cost me over $2,000 because one time I got, I got a spreadsheet somewhere on a computer somewhere that I did that. Um, but that's kind of cool to to kind of do artsy, you know arts and crafts kind of stuff. Uh speaking of which they're trying to reinstate a law of Schumer he made as the untraceable firearms act. Yeah, there's um it's so funny thinking about the uh the untraceable firearms act where they're talking about the you know plastic gun. They, it's so funny thinking back to the 80s when Glock came out. They're like it's uh, you know, you have that plastic gun, and you, you you can't detect it, and then uh, and then now we go forward with you know the home built firearms becoming untraceable. It's trust me, man, that is an entire show, um, because it's 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 all BS. Because you know it's funny with that whole thing of the plastic guns act that they've been talking about lately. Uh, my wife and I were talking about that. Uh, two nights ago, and she's like, she's she's laughing. She's like, "All right, so they're worried about an all plastic gun, and it's undetectable." I'm like, yeah, she goes, "So there's no bullets in it, <laughs> you know?" Because I mean, sooner or later, you're going to have some metal that comes in somewhere. So, yeah, it's it's it, we expected Schumer. He he has no idea what he's talking about. Anyway. Um, it's all about, um, it's all about placating to a certain group and, uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, let's see here. So date night, right? I mean, think about, think about date night. Cause it really is kind of cool. Um, my wife and I, we used to go to a range. It was, uh, down in uh, Boulder, Montana here. Uh, it's like 40 minutes to get to the range. And um, we used to, we used to stop off in Boulder. It was just past Boulder, it was the range. We used to stop off in Boulder and like, we would go down early in the morning and come back and it'd be like brunch time. So think about like doing, you know, doing a date night or, you know, make it it an outing. Um, If you're gonna do, you know, I've I've seen this, uh, I've actually seen this at competitions. Where people, you know, pull in with their camper, they camp the night before and then they like have a picnic afterwards, um, which is really kind of cool. I love seeing stuff like that. Just remember that if you're going to eat food after shooting, make sure you have a way of washing your hands to get the gunpowder and all that stuff off of your hands. Not saying it's going to kill you because trust me, I have probably eaten way worse stuff when I was a kid. But, um, but think about that, man. you know, uh, you know, you might want to clean up a little bit before you start eating. Um, but make it a date night, man. think think about stuff like that, you know, things to do afterwards. Um, the other thing that to think about is, um, maybe think about going to a competition you've never been to. like if you have not been to a cowboy action shooting um, competition, that is super cool. I love watching Cowboy action shooting. I love watching couples in Cowboy action shooting because those people get into it. They are super into it. They're all dressed up. It is totally cool watching them play this part. Um, hey, man, you can make you make anything fun on, on shooting. Uh, that's what it's all about, man. We're not here. We're, we're here to have fun, right? I mean... Yeah, there's time to be serious and we're always safe with stuff. But, you know, really, unless you're like right on that fire line, right that second, does it need to be all that serious? Lighten up. I enjoy going to the, to the range with my wife and everybody else should be going to the range and having fun. Um, Now, one thing is, you know, I was talking about we used to go to the range down in Boulder. We don't go there anymore. Um we go up in the national woods, uh, national woods, <laughs> the national forest, and shoot. So you know, you get a little bit of outdoorsy there, because you know we got to look for a place to shoot. There's some places that have naturally become shooting st- spots, but it's kind of cool because now you're, you know, we're up in the national forest. Even the Range down Boulder, you have a mountain, but you can only see the side of the mountain. But out there, we're high up. I think we're at like 4,500 feet and um we can get up uh, uh, we can get up and up there and you can start seeing like the entire valley down below um yeah think about stuff like that it's just really fun to go out enjoy outdoors um you know i've got two busted up knees you know my back is screwed up busted up shoulder um you know uh bad back i'm falling apart and i'm you know getting ready to turn 52. Um, but anyways, I, we can't go out hiking like we used to. Um, I just can't pull that stuff off. Um, so we still get a chance. You know, We do a little off-road to get there because we have the truck and four-wheel drive when we need it. And then we're up in the middle of the woods and we at least get outside and get to enjoy stuff. Um, so think about stuff like that. <clears throat> there is the other one that I just hacked up. Um So, you know, it's kind of like the adventure, man. We get a little off-road. And and I'll tell you what, the off-road guys here in Montana, man, they take that stuff seriously. Um, But, man, they love to have a lot of fun when they get to where they're going, setting up. Um, Yes, there is firearms pretty much everywhere. Um, And, um, yeah, it's – just think about different things to, to enjoy the outdoors. I know it's not the easiest thing to do in certain things, like when we lived in Delaware. there's one outdoor range uh it's run by the uh the uh state and um got some interesting rules of shooting, so we really couldn't enjoy the outdoors there, but we could shoot across the you know into Maryland or even into Pennsylvania. Delaware is a incredibly small state um to give you an idea if you take Delaware and Rhode Island, put them together, the landmass that is Yellowstone National Park. Um, gives you an idea how big it is out here, but yeah, uh, totally enjoy the outdoors. Uh, Warsaw is out there talking about uh, some hot tea and apple cider will help with that cough. Yeah, um, uh, I've been drinking a lot of tea. Um, the uh, apple cider I've been drinking is not quite the apple cider that you're thinking of. Um, just say I've got apple trees on the property here. And um, you, when we get an abundance of it, it's um, it gets fermented. Um, so that's the, uh, that's the apple cider I've been, I've been doing. Um, and yes, definitely enjoy the outdoors, man. It's, it, it, we have become, especially you know, the younger generations now. I mean, we've become like the Xbox generation, right? The PlayStation generation, the kids are just inside. When I was a kid, man, we had three, six, and nine ABC, CBS, and NBC. We had the two independent stations, which was and I grew up just outside of Philadelphia, uh, Channel 48 and 29 and 48. And you know, I mean, just think those are like your uh, CWs. I think that one of them is CW now. Um, man, we were never inside, uh, we were always outside. I man, I was always outside in the woods running around with a pellet gun, um, just having fun. I mean, we kind of lost that outdoorsiness. So, yeah, let's definitely start enjoying the outdoors again. Um, definitely do it with everything that you have with, uh, with your spouse or significant other. I really hate the word significant other. If you guys hate the word significant other, just put in the chat there, hate. Um, because I, 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 the thing is, we haven't come out with it. Maybe I'll, you know what? Just for giggles, since we were talking about AI, um, let's ask chat GPT. Uh, can you give me another saying for other so chat gpt came up with uh could be partner oh gee god could be life partner god that is just so uh, yeah give me give me another i know we, we really went off the rails once we started pulling chat GPT. better half yeah i definitely call my wife my better half uh give me 10 20 more so um, anyways, you know, soulmate, champion, sweetheart, beloved, life partner, they're all awful. Why Why is it so hard to come up with something new to call someone we love other than whatever? Yeah, Warsaw's out there, hate. Yeah, I, I just totally hate significant other. But unfortunately, until we come up with something else, uh, flame. <laughs> yeah, I can totally see my wife smacking me if I call her my flame um was it uh, the scary thing also banshee most of these teens and kids don't even have the math skills higher than the sixth grade level and never gain experience um yeah and I, I, I know they aren't going to survive in the real world the scary thing is not to totally derail this thing but i mean we now have states <coughs> or um who just says that you don't even need to have passed the test um, to have the skill level of your grade before they move you on. Um, yeah, I agree, man. And what's scary is, um, I don't know how we're going to teach, teach some of these people to be uh, responsible firearm owners. If they can't do simple math. I mean, I mean, think about it. Um, it could be kind of scary. Um, but anyways, we are, what are we at? Man, we were at 50 minutes here. So, uh, you know, couples in, competi- in competition shooting, like I said, my wife used to shoot competition with me. It was fun having her there. Um, like I said earlier, you had, you know, Casey and, um, and um, God, you can tell I'm getting tired. Um, sorry, I only had three hours of sleep last night. Um, but anyways, we talked about the competition couples. Um, it's fun. Trust me, it, it is so fun. You get a little camaraderie, a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of um, competitiveness. You know, it, it was so funny. Um, I remember my wife's first shoot. She was sad. She was like, "Next to last women's class." And she's like, "I feel like a total failure." I'm like, "You've been shooting for like six months, and before you, you got into your first competition shoot." She's like, "Yeah," but I'm like, "Next to last." And I go and I overlaid the results between men and women. And she outshot two thirds of the men. So I'm like, like you beat two thirds of the men. Um, it's, it's just the thing, you know, you gotta, you gotta look at it at a different level, man. Um, always enjoy talking with you Banshee and enjoy life and being around good people. Yeah. I, this, this is Warsaw out there. Um, treat those who you want to be treated and be proud of being American. Yeah, that's man, that's kind of a scary thing right now. You got Americans that are not proud of being an American. Um, Man, you know, every country has its dark days and we definitely have had ours, but that doesn't mean, I mean, we've gone past that. So we should be proud of who we are. We should be proud that we graduated to the top of the gene pool, right? I mean, it's we we got past those dark days and look where we are now. Um, it, it's funny is we're almost going backwards. Um, so enhancing the relationship, you know, discuss the unexpected benefits of competitive shooting, like improved comp- uh, communication under pressure. I mean, think about it. you're on that, um, that firing line. Um, you know, you, I've been in in competitions where people are yelling front sight, front sight. Um, They're not doing it to be a, you know, to be a dick. They're out there trying to help people out. That's what's so great about this sport is that people really want you to succeed in it. So uh, yeah. And that's the thing is talk about that stuff. Um, There's things you can do. If you're shooting like (coughs) steel challenge, you got multiple strings. Um, You can talk about the strings um you know hey this is how i did this this is hey man this this texas star was this was was hard so um and it's just it's just fine it it, you know have fun and it really shows respect at that point you know every you respect each other because you're communicating you're talking um there are things that people cannot um they can't communicate anymore um and uh, we really need to just learn. to communicate. I mean, I'm not even talking about between us and our and our partner. It's just us and the world. Um, we just need to we just need to do more skills uh, of of talking and communicating. Um, you know, we can build teamwork through through shooting because you know, like I said, you know, my wife was telling me, hey, uh, she saw that she didn't even see. She just knew that I was treating that P320 like my Glock and um hey it was great we she could communicate that with me we we had that that bond and that partnership um and the teamwork <clears throat> so anyways man I am really uh I'm really starting to struggle with my voice here so uh and plus it's it is Valentine's Day and uh I'd like to go spend some time with my wife she's been dealing with her parents all day um, my mother-in-law actually got admitted to the hospital yesterday so um, I want to go up and uh, and spend Valentine's Day with my wife uh, I want to thank everybody for jumping into the chat here thank you for listening really appreciate you guys and um, I really hope you guys are having a great Valentine's Day and um, and you're bringing your partners your significant others, Whatever crappy word that you use for whoever it is that you love, um, I hope you're bringing them into the sport and, um, and make sure that you enjoy everything for it. Hey, thank you, Patriot. I appreciate it, man. Um, she got admitted last night with pneumonia and she's 85. Um, so yeah, she got admitted with pneumonia and they, man, they just started pumping in stuff. Um, and or I was uh, six hours in the ER. Um, so yeah. Uh, and yes, I am going to go spend some time with my wife now. Uh, guys, I hope you're staying safe out there, man. I really look forward to talking again soon. Make sure you check out on Sunday noon mountain time because everything I'm in Montana. So everything's mountain time. That's really the, the true time zone. Um, make sure you tune in. We have, Uh, well, we, me, I, um, have Yehuda Rimmer back on there. It's been a year since he's been on the podcast, a totally amazing guy. So fun to be around, man. You talk about a guy that's so full of life and so full of just having fun. He's the guy, but man, he's got a serious side too. um, go check that out. We, we go through a lot of fun stuff And then uh, I'll be honest with you. Towards second half, we get serious, man. We get down and we get dirty with talking about some current events. And um, trust me, it was it was a lot of fun. When I had a lot of fun with him in the beginning, I had a lot of fun going through the uh, the tough stuff at the end with him. Um, Super cool guy. So make sure you check that out on Sunday. Hey guys, again. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there. Look forward to talking to you again soon.